Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and yes, this is a pro wrestling podcast. I get asked this every week, so I'll remind you now there is a wet, there is two episodes a week. One goes live on Wednesday, one goes live on Friday. Sometimes the dates fluctuate, but you can go watch them all now. They both go up on YouTube as well, youtube.com forward slash the middle report rules. And yeah, the more people that listen, the happier I am. So thank you to everyone who has tuned in so far. The cool thing about this Friday episode, if you don't know and you are brand new and hello and welcome, is that we always get a Patreon on. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316 is how I'm able to do all of my personal stuff because obviously you have to have some kind of income. That's how the world works. And I thought, you know what? We can use that to get people on to chat to me about wrestling. And so far, it's working out really well, especially because now we're slowly starting to get people coming on twice. It's all good when someone debuts and it's exciting. But, you know, you build up a relationship, and that's why I'm very happy to say that my man, all the way from San Diego, Cheval, is back on the podcast. Dude, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Simon. No, no, you're very welcome, dude. As I said to you before, we started last time was a joy, and I have no doubts that today is going to be a joy as well. Um, But there are are some specific things we want to talk about that we mentioned before. However, I will start trying to be as topical as I can be. And it's not a major story, but, you know, it came out around about two hours ago. I watched the press conference. Don't know why, but I did. That WrestleMania is heading to Tampa, Florida in 2020. WrestleMania 36. They've got a badass flag logo that I quite like for some reason. Don't know why. I guess I'm just into pirates. I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts on it, dude, but you know, you live on the West Coast. How do you feel about, um, I tell you what is interesting. Do you think it's a bit weird that WrestleMania is going to Florida for the second time in four years? That surprised me. I thought WWE liked to sort of roll it out a little bit. It's funny, my wife just asked me like last night, um, um, do you know where, where is WrestleMania is going to be next year? And I told her, I really don't know. She said, you know, where, where it has been in, in the last 10 years, you know, so it's uh, uh, because I was in WrestleMania in Florida in 28. All <clears throat> oh, right. Uh, in, in Miami, yeah. So so it was great. But, uh, but it's always Florida, and then New York, and then uh, New Orleans, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know, like... Uh, you, we, oh, it, it, it was one time in, in the Silicon Valley, right? Oh. It was uh, yeah, it was, WrestleMania um, 20, 29 right. or something. Yes, 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 of course. So would you go back to Florida? Would you make that trip? No, it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's, six hours flight. No, no, no. I'm not that, but that's the point, though, dude. They want fly-ins. They want everyone to converge on the same, the same space. No, and we're really like upset about we have you know San Diego. We we have no no football team also here, so there's no <laughs> really like stadium. I mean there is a stadium, but it's like super super old. And I told my wife, listen, I mean back back in WrestleMania 24, I think uh, I heard that like, Chris Jericho said something about um, about the you know it was like in a really really old stadium, and they you know they just put like you know. A, a few million dollars into the renovation and it turned turned up like really really great you know so um i think that's when rick flair was uh retired um yeah i was at that so one they, i remember that one yeah i was there yeah so uh, they can do the same thing here in san diego i mean we i want to i want a hometown wrestlemania one time <laughs> I, mean, but I don't think they're gonna come to san diego anytime soon that kind of sucks as well because san diego is really cool you know what i will i will fly 
to see it in in your hometown or you know in London or whatever it is or in uh, uh, in Manchester or, or in Wembley Stadium right wow. I, I, I will go to Wembley Stadium and then <laughs> not, 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 not to go to Florida that is the I mean that's all I've seen over here today like be it on social media or friends and family like oh why isn't it coming to England why isn't it coming to England I don't really have an answer anymore I mean you know 15 years ago I would have done but you know people don't really care about time difference anymore and the network obviously negates that you know, it's, it's a strange one. I don't. I, I know that SummerSlam, whatever, nineteen ninety two, was not profitable. Yeah, it, was, yeah. It, it was not profitable. Like I don't think they they made any money off of it. But that was, you know, it was. It years was so ago. special, though. It was so special. It was amazing. It was exactly, and also it was so long ago. I don't think you can, you know, match business metrics from nineteen ninety two up to two thousand and nineteen. Uh, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to get a WrestleMania outside of the US. Not, you know, not taking Canada, also North America, I should say. But I certainly think they should experiment with it. I mean, I, I really, really do. I'm surprised we haven't had it as of yet. But hey, who knows what the future holds? But yeah, 2000. The, cro- the crowd is just amazing over there. I mean, I watch uh, even NXT UK, and it feels like it's uh, ten thousand people, and they're in front of you know a thousand maybe. I don't know. Like it's it's great. I, I think that would be the really cool thing about if it did, especially over here in the UK. If you did it in like, I don't know, o- the, uh, Wembley Stadium or something like that, they would, the crowd would be so electric. Like, you know, they're good when they come over for Raws and Smackdowns. But so for an event that big, especially if it was, you know, the first time that WWE's done it outside of North America for something like that, I think the UK especially would just go nuts. I think it would be brilliant. And given that, you know, they have a relationship here, it's where the first NXT you know, outside of America a performance center was set up and they've got NXT UK. You know, so it's not like it's not a secondary home for, for WWE. But I, can't, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen for a while. Maybe 2024, but who knows? Maybe. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to talk to you about as well before before we move on to, to proper pastors new is you um, you were able to go to the Royal Rumble. I know it was a couple of months ago now, but I still find it fascinating. Because um, <clears throat> as we were talking about before before we went live, the I didn't realize before I started watching it how much the baseball stadium, how weird the baseball stadium would look. I actually quite liked it because I always enjoy it when a set looks different. It's why, well, many reasons, but it was one of the reasons why I enjoyed WWE Evolution last year because it just looks so much different to everything else. However, you had a vastly different experience to that. So <laughs> because, you know, going to one of the big four pay-per-views is cool. So man, just run me through it. Was it good? Was it bad? What was the baseball stadium like? And just tell me about your experience. Um, okay, so as far as um, experience as as a member in the audience, I will never go back to the stadium ever again. <laughs> That's not ever. Funny, I know it it's is. pretty <laughs> it's pretty close here, and uh, like I told you, uh, uh, by the way, my wife. Uh, and I, we're gonna have a baby in two and a half weeks, so that's why we basically went because it's gonna be the last vacation. Um, so, so it was really great. We, you know, we got a nice place to stay, and uh, and we went to uh, to, the, to 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 access, and we went to NXT Takeover. Takeover was amazing, um, but. Um, when I when I went to the stadium, I really really hoped after like an hour or so that it it can really look good on the screen because you know millions of people watching it on the screen and then 40, 48,000, you know over there, um, it wasn't comfortable at all. It was like light on the audience for the first hour and a half, uh, I think, on each section, and it was like really really bother them, and they started chanting "Turn off the lights." Uh, I don't know if they can hear it on TV. <laughs> Uh, we we had floor seats in the beginning, um, and then we changed it to the other side. It was way way more comfortable over there. But um, but when we changed seat, we were just like looking at the big screen most of the time, and then 
and then you know the ring was underneath it but it reads really really far you can't really see too much um so it's basically watching tv with forty-eight thousand people that's it like i'm watching big screen tv that's crazy man i mean I, I saw a few people talking about that but i don't think it kind of permeated as much as it probably should have done because that's terrible you don't want that when you go to the Royal rumble you want a decent experience a hundred percent and especially i mean we, we we didn't get like so cheap tickets you know it was like floor seats and um but really i mean even 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 the floor you have to really sit super super close in order to get um like a good experience everything was far everything there, there was no good good seats in all over the arena that's nuts man but what did you i mean obviously i mean you had the atmosphere which is cool watching it on a big screen isn't isn't the best but what did you think of the event itself or did it really just was it hampered because you couldn't you know, you couldn't get into it in the way that you wanted to. The event itself was um, was was pretty cool. Uh, we got there. Um, I think it was the pre-show. I think when we were at the gates, um, I think it was Shinsuke Nakamura uh, against Rusev or something, right? Um, on the pre-show. Yeah. Um, I think I think the show was really good. It just like messed up, like like everybody said again. It was a few months ago, so I don't know if people like uh, still you know in it. But but. The 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 women's Royal Rumble was supposed to close the show, a hundred percent. In what sense? Like, you think that just because the way it was booked, or did you hear some stuff? Uh, and and then I'm like, okay, I mean, we'll see what's going on in the men's Royal Rumble. Maybe they 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 have something in plan because, listen, when when Becky Lynch showed up, um, and we knew, we knew she was going to show up. Everybody knew, like you know, even around us and and the people in in front of us and. But when she won, it was people will people went nuts. I mean, my wife. I mean, I almost cried. My wife, all the environment like around us, everybody was like on like let's end the show now. Now it was such a rush. <laughs> Seriously, it was such such a rush, and and everybody was so overwhelmed, and 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 it was like very very feels like a very la you know the like the the super main like the the end of the main event. And then I was so exhausted by then, and it's and it was like still the beginning of the show, uh, and and or halfway there, um, and I and I went to grab uh, to grab a drink and um, and some popcorn and, and something you know from 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 the vendors, and uh, I didn't care about the next match. And the next match was Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Yeah. And when I came back, because it was the long was too long was too long, and. Um, and I came back, and then I see Rowan in the ring, and the and the match ended. I forgot about that. I forgot that's where it started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so surreal. I'm like, what the hell is he doing here? And why? And what happened? And like, you know what? I'll watch it at home. There's no, you know, there's. I just needed a break. You know, they should have like a band singing a song or something for like, I don't know, performing for like ten minutes because everybody was just. Wow, like the the crowd was silent in in all of the match of Daniel Bryan versus and it's and they don't deserve it at all. Um, uh, and just the Becky the Becky moment was just too too good. I mean, uh, my wife at the end of the in the end of the match, like she went to WWEshop.com and she bought like two dimensions, you know, because <laughs> one of them was like one dollar. Yeah, she was so hyped, you know, and she didn't even pay attention to Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, which is not fair. No, I mean, I, I said at the time, like, the, the worst thing, you know, the, the worst thing that they did 
was put them in that spot. Because I've gone back to watch that match afterwards and tried to, you know, ignore the crowd and stuff. And it's a really, really good match. But, you the, know... The it, match was good, though. Yeah, but it was... Like you said, everything else just suffered because how could you... Well, you couldn't. How could you top that that moment? Especially because it was booked really well as well. Like, I thought everything they put together for that, you had swerves and... Yeah, it, it was just it was just a very, very strange event. Probably too long, too. I remember being absolutely worn out by the end of it. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and like everything is for, for Nia Jax to interfere in the men's rumble. And then be a part of it. I mean, that was the whole switch. I mean, could it couldn't done like you know? You can still do the same thing, you know. Just book the men's, you know, before that, and the women's on the main event, and that's it. I mean, she can still be on both or something. But I guess I, I, know, I, was... I guess in their head they thought it would be a good surprise for number thirty. But you're right. If, if Becky Lynch is going to win, like why can't you have Nia Jax be in both? Yeah, e- e- the other way around it doesn't really make that big a difference because when it goes off air, people won't be talking about it anyway. They're going to be talking about Becky Lynch. Oh my God! And that was just that—that that was the moment. I mean, we love Seth Rollins. Everything was fine. I mean, he won, but the excitement was like, okay, yay! I mean, we're happy. But over there, it was just like we are. Like all the emotions just like you know exploded, which was that's what's telling you what's was supposed to close the show. That's yeah. It. No, no, I think that's fair. Uh, it sucks as well. That it really does suck. The baseball stadium wasn't a good place to sit in because again, it looked really cool on TV. It looked awesome. But you know, if you That's don't get, if you don't get a good live experience, what's the point, right? It's irrelevant. It means absolutely nothing. I did like when I watched it back on TV. Um, so I saw because the entrance was kind of cool and the crowd behind them. There is like a, there's this. Uh, it's a cool visual. I mean, I I, I I get it. But as a but as a member of the audience, it was just horrible to watch it. Yeah, no, I think it's fair, man. I think it's fair. Like again, if you especially when you've uh, you spent money and you, and you can't see something, there's no excuse for that. Like that's. It ruins it. Of course, it ruins it for you because deep down, you know that you're you're missing out on something that you paid for, which you know that absolutely sucks. I mean, it just does. There's no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to, we're going to talk about fast lane in a minute. Of course, we are. That's happening in a couple of days. But there was one piece of news I wanted to reference too, as, as well as the WrestleMania 36 news. I was a bit surprised by this. Obviously, Jeff Jarrett is back in the fold when it comes to WWE. We've seen him on TV recently. And yet now it's come out today, rather recently too, I think it's in the last 20 minutes or so, that he's going to be joining the WWE creative team on a permanent basis. Now, there were some rumors, well, no, rumors, it's true that Bruce Pritchard had gone back to the WWE, but no one yeah. seemed, nobody seems to be sure you know, what his role is. Uh, you know, at one point he was Vince McMahon's right-hand man, then it turned out he was a consultant. We don't really know where that lies. But that's not, you know, that's not, there's no uh, animosity or confusion around the Jeff Jarrett thing. Jeff Jarrett is 100% being added Onto the, um, you know, onto the onto the WWE creative team. I mean, look, I like Jeff Jarrett a lot. I've been lucky enough to meet him a couple of times. I think he's got a really, really good brain for pro wrestling. But how that then corresponds to being with that, I don't know. I, I have no idea, dude. What's your thoughts? I think uh, I don't think it's bad. I think he has. Um... I mean, he started their organization. I mean, him and yeah. his family. So um, uh, he's a really brilliant man. Um, we'll give him a chance. I mean, I think we, he has a lot to offer. And I think, um, I hope it's going to be, you know, <laughs> it can get much worse than, than what we have, uh, you know, in the last few months. <laughs> so so I hope Monday Night Raw and Bruce Pritchard and Jeff Jarrett will, will help a little bit. I mean, if, you, if people are listening to Bruce Pritchard, podcasts so they know what his role is basically used to be um and i think it's um he's going back to the same to the same spot when he was he was like the, he's vince's right right man hand and then uh and he's 
producing a lot of backstage stuff and um, Vince is, you know, trust him to do, a, you know, a good job. Uh, how much effect is going to be on it? I'm, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because that uh, the way they handle, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think the Bruce Pritchard and Jeff Jarrett are the... Um, gonna make so much difference i think triple h needs to be a little bit more in vince's ear because triple h is doing a great job in nxt and it's not reflect on the main roster um and then like for example see how they go they introduced the four um nxt call-ups and and i as a as um as a fan and throughout the years, when we have, you know, the, the the Raw after WrestleMania, we want to have some kind of surprises. You can spread it out in a few weeks or or invade or invasion kind of thing. Or like Triple H just came to the ring and then announced them. And and it was like, really? That's how you're going to <laughs> that's how you're going to do this? And we were like, because my wife told me literally pause because when when triple h was inside the ring like who do you think it is because we know it's not gonna be ricochet alistair black johnny gagano tomaso champa so who else is gonna be maybe velveteen dream maybe this maybe that and then they called all four of them which was super super weird and now they're doing a triple duty you know like a i don't know it's it's weird what would you so you think it would have been better if they had built that up more? Do you think they kind of you know, terrible term, but shot their load too quickly? Like you know, they kind of just it was it, it was strange in the sense that we all turned into the episode of Raw and nobody expected that, and then all of a sudden, oh okay, they're here, and you know we had those kind of strange biographical videos, just you know informing people that weren't familiar with NXT who these guys were, and that was that. And then you know, and, and now here we are a couple of weeks later. Obviously, the Gagano Champa stuff is. Has kind of slowed down a little bit because Chambers got injured and Gagano's Champa a little bit in limbo. Yeah, yeah. And that was that's such a bad news. I mean, you know what? It's bad news and it's a little bit good news because he wasn't supposed to be. Don't turn him face. He's not a face. This is not his role. He's not supposed to be like that. And now they have another chance to to reintroduce him to the main roster. Um, and then I think in a better bigger and better way and then uh, oh by the way last night it's it's funny we watched um uh fighting with, with my family of the the movie of Paige. okay yeah uh so it was kind of a neat movie and everything and then we i came back home and i really really um and and i put the network and i and i rewatched the the the, the raw after wrestlemania when she when she came after wrestlemania 30 and she got a great pop because wrestlemania crowd is 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 hot and they know everybody and that's how you introduce a new superstar from NXT coming to the main roster. When they hit her, the music, people knew her. People were chanting her name. So why not do it? And you're really, really close to WrestleMania, and you had a very, you had a really, really big opportunity to introduce Gargano and Champa, or you know, or even just two of them, or I don't know. I think it just like they just missed like um, the payoff of the whole thing because NXT and calling to the main roster if they're really, really big superstars. I mean, just that's the only thing you did right, and now you messed it up also. What did you think of the movie, Fight With My Family? I, I was lucky enough to see it back in December on, like a, on a press screening. I, it's not bad. Yeah, that, that's how I, I, th- I think it's a, a very, it's a very, it's a, um, let me phrase that. It's an enjoyable enough movie. But my big thing is everyone keeps calling it a wrestling movie. And I'm like, look, I don't want to be a pedant here, 
but it's not a wrestling movie. To me, it's more like a British movie that just so happens to feature wrestlers. You know, I think the um, you know I grew up watching British films and British cinema, and when you kind yeah. of get when you kind of get a, a quote unquote feel good one like that, they all kind of follow the same story, and they just pick a subject to build it around. And obviously, if you're into wrestling, it's really cool because you know Paige, you know NXT, and you know WWE. So they're saying all these words that you understand. But I think it hasn't been made for that person. I think if you make a wrestling movie, it's designed for the very core audience. And I don't think that's the case. I think this has been made with some nice references to those that will get it. But I think mostly it's been made for a more casual audience who can come in, watch it, enjoy a feel-good story about somebody that lived their dreams, kind of play around with the story a little bit so it, you know, it plays out better than it did in real life. And then you walk away after an hour and a half and you never think about it again. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the opposite of that is something like The Wrestler, which is very hard-hitting and you know, when you do walk away from that, you think, goodness gracious, what have I, what have I just sat through? <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think fighting with my family is that, I don't think it's that at all. I just, you know, I think you could have done this with any subject matter. Like you could have done it with football yeah. or ballet, you know, you just, you just pick one. They just happen to do it around the story of Paige because she has had an interesting life. She has interesting life. I think the casual um, audience will, um, because it's, it's a true story. So people will, is, they're invested. You know, they even if they're not a part of this world. I mean, I think it, they they done it in a good taste and not too much. And uh, this whole thing, I I didn't even even know all, all all the stuff with her brother that he tried up. Uh, he he tried um, also to join WWE and he didn't get it. And um, so they really like told the story about. The, like them almost together and their relationship um and of course if you are if you're a wwe uh, fan so it's it's of course you you think even more about the movie but it's it's you know they did in the good taste uh the rock was there uh was pretty funny moment uh, uh vince vaughn i mean vince vaughn was actually pretty good yeah i like vince vaughn i read a lot of yeah. reviews that people said he phoned it in i was like i quite liked his role i thought it was Easy, easy to... It was just easy. I mean, it's not going to win any awards, but it was just a nice yeah. and easy, fair enough portrayal. I thought I thought yeah, it was fine. It, yeah, it, it wasn't too long. It was like easy, you know, just like, um, go watch it. You don't want to watch it in the movies? Go grab it, you know, just uh, wait until it's going to be on cable and watch it with your family and that's it. And It's, it's, it's a cool movie. It is... Uh... It's such a Netflix movie. Do you know what I mean? Once it makes, yeah, it's one, yeah once it makes it to streaming services, if you don't watch it, then something's gone drastically wrong because it's just made. <laughs> you, you know, you could join that movie at you know three thirty-two minutes in, and you haven't missed anything. You'll be able to pick up on the story within about thirty seconds. It, it, it is designed for that. But look, it's done pretty well. It's nice to see wrestling being used in a more mainstream format. I'm always up for that. And yeah, it's fine. It's good. Uh, you know, the fact they haven't chatted about that much, I think, kind of sums it up. It's just there, and it's okay. Yeah. Um, right, let's talk about Fastlane, because that's only a couple of days away. Uh, before we get into predictions, man, tell me what you think of the build, because you mentioned how you're, you, know, you weren't so high on the NXT guys. And the thing that I'm starting to learn over the last couple of days is not a lot of people uh, like what WWE's done with Becky Lynch and, and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I was listening to Wrestling Observer Radio today. Dave Meltzer strongly hinted that maybe something has gone on behind the scenes that has thrown a bit of a spanner into the works. Like I say, he was very coy about what he was talking about. So I, I, that's me speculating from the information that I heard. But I, I, I thought it's been okay. Like, I don't think it's been major but uh, or, or incredible. I, I think that it's done the job and I'm certainly still invested invested it you know in what they're doing but i think i may be in the minority with that dude so you know just let me do you like it do you not like it do you still think it should main event are you a ronda rousey girl, a man do you know so where, where are you feeling oh man um 
I think um, I think most people uh, agree that uh, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey's singles match um, was supposed to main event WrestleMania. Uh, I think adding Charlotte Flair to the match is not going to hurt it. It's going to make it a lot, a lot better because Charlotte is a great. Let's face it, she's the greatest female of. Let's. I'm. I'm going to say it of all time. She's great. No, I think it's fair, man. I, 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 I wouldn't argue with She's great on the microphone. She has a great expressions. Her feud with Sasha Banks back in the day, I, I, amazing. Everything was amazing. She was crying outside, and she was so, you know, and she's and she can do a lot of things. Uh, she's she is superior than, than than all the others. So adding her to the match is not going to hurt the match. Going to make it like a classic. I think it's going to be even more reasons for. For Vince to 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 book it at the, at the main as the main event as the last match. Um, the thing is, when Becky was hot with the feud with Charlotte and everything, and she was supposed to turn heel, that's why people cheered her, and she had like the attitude of you know I don't give a I don't give a crap about any of you, and she was uh, going in the performance center and and face her and the shooting, and she was standing up uh, you know above her with a title, and people really really liked it. That's we're not seeing the same Becky Lynch because Becky Lynch now is Vince's um, um, uh, version of a baby face. Because it has to, uh, uh, she's not Daniel Bryan, and you're putting her in a Daniel Bryan kind of kind of a situation to to you know all, against all odds and 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 with you know and the knee injury and another and I and I, and I get it. It's like a it's a Hollywood story. It's a Hollywood movie, but she we cheered her because she was not like that. She she got what she was supposed to. Uh, what she wanted because she she had this attitude. She has this more of a stone cold attitude than the Daniel Bryan story, if it makes sense. Um, so so now so now it comes down a little bit. Uh, Ronda Rousey was supposed to be. I don't know if she's supposed to be the heel because now she turned heel. Um, but you have also Charlotte, so you have one baby face um, trying to overcome two big heels, and I don't know. We all we all know what's what's the end of WrestleMania is gonna be, and I, I just they had they had two uh, they had I th- I think the time between uh, we are cheering Becky and the Royal Rumble and everything all the way to WrestleMania was just too long for them to book it in a simple way, and they had to complicate so many things. So that's why they did it. No, no, I, I can see that. I'm still invested. I still like it, and as I said on on ups and downs this week, I don't know why, but. Maybe for all the reasons you've just said, I still think Becky Lynch is great. I think everything she's she done, great. yeah, I think everything she's done since the summer of last year has been nothing short of incredible. Like she absolutely owned her character, she owned the storyline, and she took an opportunity and she ran with it. And let's not forget, you know, that she had to put up with some bad booking because at first she was running down the fans and saying, oh, "I don't like you, I don't like you," but she got past that, right? Clearly, somebody backstage, and hopefully Becky Lynch pushed for it too, saying that you know this is this is not going to work. Like fans aren't. You know, fans aren't going to go against me. And they didn't. They changed it back. So I really do think it's a full credit to her. And we wouldn't be in this position if she hadn't owned all of this like she had. But I don't know. For some reason, over the last, say, maybe the last couple of weeks when I've been watching it, this is a completely instinctual thing. It's not me sitting on my high horse just to be difficult. As I know some people do. And if you want to do that, that's fine. But... I still think that she should win at WrestleMania 35, and I totally believe that she will win. I think that is how you close off that story in the right way. 
But I would also say that if one of Ron, if Ronda retained or Charlotte Flair won it, I wouldn't be as I mean, I'm never outraged about wrestling because I always try and approach wrestling for what it is. It's a form of entertainment, and I love it. I don't think it should go further than that. But I wouldn't roll my eyes as much as I would have done otherwise, and I don't really know why that is. And it could it could tie into everything you've just said. Maybe the booking has got so convoluted and so weird and kind of shifted gears so much that now. I'm not looking at it in the same way that I would be. And there is a small part of me that's being a bit of a troll. Like, if Charlotte or Ronda won, I wanted to happen just to see how the internet would react. I think Twitter would be so funny. I'm like, I get so much enjoyment from that. I think it would be okay. But yeah, I'm not, as, I'm not in set in stone. As, um, I, I think that Becky Lynch should win again because it makes sense for the narrative we're telling. But from me as a fan, I'm not, I'm not as fussed as I was. I'm quite happy if WWE wants to pull a fast one. Pull a fast one. And I'll just enjoy it for the ride it is. Simon, we're both watching WWE for a billion years, and we both know that the end of this match is Ronda Rousey in the disarm her tapping out. Oh yeah, I, I, I'd assume so. One of the, or maybe Charlotte if they want to try and do no, 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 alone. no, 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 no. Charlotte's gonna be outside after like a stupid moonsault, <laughs> uh, uh, holding her knee or something, and 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 it's gonna be Becky in the middle of the ring. After a few attempts of run, uh, and she's going to tap out, and the whole crowd is going to go ballistic. That that's the end of WrestleMania, and that's they're building it since <laughs> since she she turned heel, and then um, and there is no other solution. Now on the other hand, we have um, uh, I don't know, you'll probably want to talk about also Roman Reigns and stuff, and and I I, I think they just call him early, and he's supposed to show up after WrestleMania. That's what I think. Was that again? Sorry, man. You think about what Roman Reigns? I think it's supposed to show up the night, the the Raw after WrestleMania. Oh, you think that was the plan originally? I mean, I think they should have. Oh, you think they should have? Oh, right. I see. They so. should even even if he's healthy and even if he's fine and and you know, we don't need him in WrestleMania. Uh, I he has no storyline. He has nothing. He has, you know, we have we have Seth versus Brock Lesnar. Let them they do the thing, and then the big dog is coming to to claim. Um, but you know what? If they have already done this story right now, um, of course, storylines. Um, 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 I mean, throughout the storyline, I mean, when Dean turned heel. Uh, I mean, Roman coming back and saying all this stuff about, the, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Let's get the band back together and blah, blah, blah. And this is all I really, really hope that they're going to to make Roman uh, get the band together just for him to to turn on them. That's the only reason that's the, that that's the only logic thing to to be done with the story, because uh any other option will be just um, boring and not interesting at all. Wait, wait, wait. And also, I think, <laughs> I mean, going back going back to our conversation, I think uh, a few months back, uh, Roman Reigns did not turn heel because people were booing him. <laughs> so you can't turn someone heel if they're booing him, right? Now they're cheering him. Now Vince actually got what he wanted and it took cancer to do that. Sure. Now it's time to turn on the crowd and telling him, oh, now you're cheering me? I don't need you now. Dude, there's no okay? way. There's no way. There's no way this is going to happen. Then right now there. I don't need you now. And then they're going to really, 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 really boo him because we need a different Roman Reigns character. 
we need the heel Roman Reigns like a monster that going um, and like a like a tractor on like everybody. And because they, the the face Roman Reigns is not it's 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 not good for business. I, but, okay. I just I can't believe there's any scenario where after <laughs> uh, where, where, where after five years of trying to get this man cheered that they finally get to a position where it's happened and they go okay we're going to turn him heel I cannot I, I I understand your logic I really really do I understand your point of view um it's yeah like it, it, it it's it's a very very strange situation because we had all the craziness before and I've said this a thousand times I'll say it again now all I care about Roman Reigns is the fact that he's he's healthy. That's all I care about because real life is so much more important than professional wrestling. You know, even if they did try and do something like that, I put my hands up and go, you know, I don't care. I'm just happy that Roman Reigns is back. But I I would be amazed if WWE took that uh, to, took that path. Especially- I'm happy for him too, and I and I hope he will live until 120. But the WrestleMania uh, mid card or whatever it's going to be uh, in the middle of the show. Is Roman Reigns super punch, uh, you know, uh, Dean Ambrose or something, or and turning? Oh, you know what? He's going to interfere in the Seth Rollins Brock match, and he's going to cost Seth the title. Now I decided, you know, <laughs> I, I just thought about it right now, and he's going to claim, you know, he's going to turn heel, and everybody's going to love it. And uh, maybe, maybe after he's interfering, Seth's still winning, and then the main event on the next pay per view will be heel Roman Reigns versus champion Seth Rollins. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, look, it'd be an incredible story. And- and I think it would get a huge reaction, especially online. But Vince has to know. Vince has to know that people will turn on him. It's just a matter of time. Like, okay, cancer and everything. We're all happy for him. You still, if he's going to continue with his stupid character, people will boo, boo him once again. So it's time in the next few months. I think in like at WrestleMania to turn him heel. That will be like the best for business. I, I can't see it. I, I cannot see it. I can't see it. I can't. I I will, I will be flabbergasted. I will be. Abs- I text Bruce Pritchard. I told him <laughs> to Vince. <laughs> I'll be absolutely shocked if we put all this time and effort and we finally get to a. And not only that. I mean, for me especially, I I like all the the love that Roman. Reigns is getting at the moment because again it feels like yeah it just feels like something that is bigger than, than pro wrestling and hopefully he goes on to continue to get healthier and healthier he can be an advocate for leukemia and you know he can go out there and be, be a source for good I mean that that's my thing with it but who hey who knows what they've got up their sleeve I don't necessarily mind him coming back before Wrestlemania too because I don't think I, I think we were going to get a six-man tag at Fastlane anyway and while it is a bit ridiculous how many times the Shield get back together I still think they carry more star power than most and it all depends who he faces at Wrestlemania I mean the rumor is he's going to take on Baron Corbin not very good not a match I really want to see but look what, what, who, who was Baron Corbin going to face it's not like they're taking somebody else out of that spot I mean what I would like to see and I, I've mentioned this a lot what I would be, ideally at Fastlane on Sunday I would like to see Dean Ambrose turn on the shield because that would make sense in terms of him not wanting to join then all of a sudden decide oh I'm going to join and then you do the Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose match we were meant to get anyway at this Wrestlemania then Roman can beat him Dean Ambrose is leaving anyway I kind of feel like that ticks load of boxes and, and seals the story up nicely. So, to me, ha- as long as Roman Reigns doesn't get involved in any of the matches that we do want, e.g., you know, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, and of course he may do, but as long as he doesn't, I think having him on the WrestleMania card is just, I think it's just better. And I, again, I think that reaction that he got when he came back a couple of weeks ago was so just nice, and it was just so good to see someone beaming with happiness that I don't think I could ever 
I could ever crap over it too much. I'm not saying you're crapping over it, but if they, whenever they were going to do that, before Mania, after Mania, you know, in a year's time, whatever, it was, it was just an amazing moment. And for him to come back only four months after, you know, he said he had to go away. I don't know. I just think that story trumps any any story that WWE WWE could have written. But if none of this does happen, what happens in the Shield match on Sunday? Then is it just going to be a very cut and dry win? Shield go in there, beat Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre, then go away again. I can't look at those three and on TV. It's too annoying. It's too it's too long. When I see Baron Corbin and Bobby and Joe McIntyre, I mean McIntyre has the potential to be, I don't know, like a different booking. And Bobby Lashley with Leo Rush, they can do something with both of them together. Maybe as a tag team, uh, I would get behind it because it's they're really like opposite, but they're really good together. I think. Um, I hope Leo Rush is not getting too much heat backstage. I don't know if I read something about it a while ago. Um, but Baron Corbin, I mean, can he just be on the pre-show or something? No, apparently. At WrestleMania or like uh, Andrew the Giant and then, you know, just, you know, he can, he can, someone can uh, throw him up first or something and then we can not hear about him for a while. Apparently the pre, it's not even apparently, the pre-show is 100% going to be Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, which is... It's, oh, it's crazy. Not on Fastlane, not on Fastlane, or, or WrestleMania. Oh, WrestleMania! Well, maybe yeah. Baron, Baron Corbin could be in the Battle Royal for all we know. I mean, I, 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 I if nothing happens on Sunday, yeah, and there's no not, shenanigans. He's not. I mean, he's not interested. I mean, I, I get that he has some, some, something to offer, but he's not. He, he's not interesting right now. I mean, people don't want to see him on TV, and 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 he's getting a very big portion of Raw ever since he became a GM, and that's that's bad. I think. I mean, it was a few weeks ago when he had, when they had a match, and then they stopped it, and then with like Finn Balor, and 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 then they and they turned it into a tag team, and it was another referee came, and they restarted the match. It was like a forty-five minute match, right? A forty-five minute segment a few weeks ago with 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 all of them. And that was the longest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I fast forward so fast on my DVR. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? And then they stop the match and then they restart the match again because another referee came. And I'm like, no, no, stop it. We don't want to see it anymore. I, I don't know. I, I think everybody involved in that match on, on the heel side needs to be... Uh, separated as soon as possible. And the people that aren't on it, so Finn Balor, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Elias, they all need different programs or just something different because right now it feels like everything they do is just it's just rolling into one. Boring. Yeah, it, Boring. It, it just Boring. Fe- it all feels the same. Every week it feels I'm the same. I'm not invested at all. I'm no. not invested. I don't, I don't know I don't know what's the connection of Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley and, and, and Barry Corbin. I don't know why they're together. They don't need to be together. I don't care if they lose. I don't care if they win. I don't care if nothing. I mean, now the Shield, yes, people really love it. And, you know, whoop de do After the 17th thousand times that they, they reunited. Okay, perfect. Let's, let's, let's do one. Again, they have to do it just for Roman Reigns to turn heel. That's the only, 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 only option. Dude, I mean, it's just, it's just not going to happen, my friend. Dean, <laughs> Dean was stabbed, stabbed him in the back in the day that he announced the leukemia. So I think Roman, and uh, uh, they running him like a nice touch story that is going to, oh, no, I forgive you. Everything is fine. There's no tomorrow. And then they're going to punch him in the face for doing everything <laughs> that. And then, and then but, I don't know. And then I guess he's going to, I don't know if he's going to AW or something, but Dean Ambrose, I don't know if he's really living or everything is a work. 
Well, that's the thing, right? That's, that, that's what got interesting this week because obviously he's now being featured in a prominent position. Then there was a bunch of rumours saying that he may stay. So all of a sudden, yeah. you're like, and also it was weird that WWE announced it anyway. We're not used to WWE doing that. Usually they're very secretive and, you know, you don't want to give somebody a platform if, they're, if, if they are leaving your promotion and yet they did. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. But I don't... I, I, to me, even if Roman Reigns does punch Dean Ambrose in the face... That makes that, that still makes Roman Reigns a face because of everything that Dean Ambrose said. I'd be like, yeah, you were you were well within your rights to do that. Like you, he was an absolute <laughs> he was an absolute bastard. You, you're allowed to punch him in the face. I think I don't think anything's going to happen. I think the Shield is just going to win. It's just going to be a very simple cut and dry match, and then, and that will be that. And then hopefully, oh, Fastlane is the most predictable pay per view of all time. Do you think? Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, Fastlane is the worst one of them all. What about the Oscar match though? Because I have a funny. Actually, the two matches I have funny feelings about are Oscar versus Mandy Rose and the women's tag team match. Because I know what WWE is like. They. I mean, the Oscar one, I'm actually a bit more confident on. I think Oscar will win. But when it comes to the women's tag team matches, I can absolutely see that... I, I can just see them looking at Tamina and Nia Jax going, they're a monster heel tag team. They'll get proper heat. It gives Sasha Banks and Bailey a new hurdle to overcome. I don't think... I, I'd usually say they've only just, you know, anointed new champions. So you certainly don't want to take them off at this stage. But they never do that. Like, they never do that. If they want to take something off, they just do it. They don't ever think about it. And I, I, know, I, I predict that Bailey and Sasha Banks will win. But if somebody said, you know, I could, I had to bet on every single match, but I could not bet on one, that is the one that I would take out. Because I just got this sinking feeling that they have this belief. Not this belief, but they like her. They like Nia Jax, right? They like her and they think she looks intimidating, which she certainly does. And I can see there being some kind of shenanigans and Nia Jax and Tamina winning the tag team championships. I don't want that, but I can see it. You think so? I, I, I was just worried. I'm just, I'm, I'm just right. No, I mean, those two matches that you mentioned, first of all, A, I, I didn't know uh, there is a match between Asuka and Mandy Rose. Yeah, Not there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's not, it's not your fault, dude. From, uh, from, uh, from existence since yeah, you the, won the, the SmackDown, uh, you know, championship. The build hasn't um, been great. The build hasn't been, the build has been very rushed, very all over the place. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I get the titles. I mean, some, uh, the, you can't you can't have the Raw Women's Championship main event WrestleMania and have the center of attention of all the programming in SmackDown and Raw, and then the women's uh, the and then the SmackDown's Women's Championship has it's it's not existed at all, and nobody even wants to claim it, and nobody even challenging Asuka, and Asuka is not even on TV. It doesn't make any sense at all, and people and and we talked about it last time. I mean, people. I'm watching the product because people need to, to um, um, they have a goal. They want to win championships. It's wins and championships, right? Yeah. So, so if nobody, oh, so no one wants to. Okay. Oh, so 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 Ronda and 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 Charlotte and 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 Becky's gonna fight for 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 this championship. But what about this championship? Like, why is not this is like the same? It's it's the same title just on SmackDown, um, and nobody wants to take it. And then I don't know about Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose got better. Uh, she's not going to beat Asuka. Um, she's not going to beat her. Um, Naomi was uh, in the last SmackDown. Um, Mandy Rose beat Naomi in what? It was like sixty seconds. Nine yeah, seconds. I mean that. I mean, that was literally that. Was, I think it was forty-four seconds was the official count. But I. I, I oh my God. But I think that was just done because she is fighting Oscar on Sunday. 
and they thought to themselves, we've got to make her look strong. And I I'm an advocate for that. I've always Against said... Against Naomi, though? But that's what I don't get. What I don't get is why in this bizarre feud between Mandy Rose and Naomi, which never had a proper payoff, all of a sudden Mandy Rose kicks her ass every single time. You know, that took me back to the Divas, uh, you know, in 2003, when, when, when she bit her in 44 seconds. Like there is no airtime for them or something. They couldn't make her strong, look strong with with a five minute match, I think, or four minute match or six minute match and have some kind of a, a different offense and, 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 and book it a little bit better. But no, we have to see her finishing move and one, two, three, and that's it. That doesn't make any sense at all. And then as far as uh, Becky and uh, um, uh, Sasha and Bailey, Sasha and Bailey um, are going into WrestleMania as the tag team champion. 100%. I hope you're right. Dude, man, I, I'm 100%. with I, I, I just, I, I, I'm worried. So let's go through the rest of the card as we're here. Um, I think Charlotte versus Becky Lynch is interesting. I mean, obviously, Becky Lynch has to oh, get... Oh, that's to... the only thing interesting, yeah, but we all know what the, the outcome of that. Yeah, but do we, though? I mean, but, I mean, I mean obviously, obviously, the end result, in some fashion, has to be Becky Lynch going to WrestleMania, right? That's not, I'm not Somehow, saying... Somehow, yeah. But that's the, the, the point is, though... And again, this is this is what I mean about WWE. They're so unpredictable with their booking. Sometimes I don't know what to expect because in my head, if I've made this match, I don't want Charlotte Flair to lose four weeks before WrestleMania. I don't True. think that does anything for her. However, Becky Lynch also has to win. So in my head, surely you have Ronda Rousey just march out there. You know, not even at the end. Halfway through the match, she beats everybody up. Admittedly, look, a really crap finish. Nobody likes that. But that's the only thing I can see. The match kind of just finishes. And then on Raw, you've got Stephanie McMahon going, look, you people need to figure out your issues. Therefore, you're all going to fight in this triple threat match WrestleMania. And then we'll be done with it. Yeah, or that, or she, or just Charlotte is going to disqualify herself, just bidding, uh, trying to try to hurt Becky even more, and then Becky wins via disqualification, and then be, um, and then they go on to WrestleMania. Also, well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, you know what? That they could do that. The reason I would prefer them not to do that is because that's so reminiscent for what they did at Survivor Series. You know, I'm I'm, I'm going to be like, okay, we're kind of, you know, that is the problem with this. Not only the problem with the story, that's the problem with wrestling altogether. You keep sometimes you just wake up and realize you backed yourself into a corner. You're like, I don't know how to get out of this, but it's not really. You know, it is about. Well, no, they say it's the journey, not the destination. Sometimes it is about the destination. And like I say, I think as long as we get to WrestleMania 35 and Becky Lynch comes out of it being the the the, the women's champ, everything's fine. That's all that matters at this point, and we're pretty close. So we can, yeah, it's like because it's like the WrestleMania 25 when uh, with Triple H and Randy Orton had a very good story and they build it up and they build it up, and then the match was just so weird. I I was, I I re watched that the other day because I did a what culture list about because they also also followed uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, yes, but it was just so so weird because they've both been saying to each other, I want to kill you, and you broke into my house, yeah, and this and that. broke into the house. <laughs> and then, the, it was, uh, yeah, everything the, was, they done literally everything in that feud, and they built it up pretty good. I mean, uh, Randy kissed uh, uh, Stephanie with yeah. hiccups and, and everything. Oh my God, that was so, oh my God. But then, I the, mean, there the, is the, the, such the, good moments there, but it's... <laughs> the, the first thing they went and did in a match, though, is they locked up. They locked <laughs> they up. Locked up. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose after the... Yeah. Uh, when they're locking up. I mean, are you kidding me? We don't want to see a wrestling match. Make it... I mean, it's crazy. I don't know how to... I mean, but as far as... I wanted to tell you something about Becky... Um, oh, are you not tired seeing Becky on uh, like with one leg? 
Yes, I, I I understand why they're doing it. I mean, you you smashed it earlier when you said they're treating her like Daniel Bryan. You know, they want to build as much sympathy for her as possible, even though they don't need to. Like, you only need to build sympathy for a baby face if she needs sympathy. Everybody's behind Becky Lynch already. Like, she could be like Austin. She exactly. Could, she could just it's run all... through everyone. Um, the real issue I have with it is that I know on Sunday she's not going to sell her leg. Not Becky's problem. That is the position she's been pushed into. But... It, the injury isn't really playing into anything because the whole point was at first she was injured and that's why she was going to be kept out of the match. But then halfway through that storyline, Stephanie Man goes, ah, don't worry about it. You can just come back anyways. It's like, okay, I didn't need to invest in that at all. And how do you get through a match of her supposedly having a bag le- bag led six days prior, unless it is some kind of ruse and she's been lying. But if she has been lying, you're a bit like, well, that was a dick move. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't think we needed the knee. I, I think at first it was okay, but to drag out this long. And I, the other thing that I don't get as well is, and this is me being a massive pedant, I'm not going to think about this other than the conversation we're about to have, but why wasn't her arm injured? Why wasn't her arm injured on SmackDown after it got, it got it put in the arm bar like five times, and yet we're still focusing on the leg? Surely now she should come out in a cast on her leg, on her arm, on her head. Surely she's been beaten up. Oh, man. That's true. First of all, she needs to sell the arm too. But the leg thing has been going on since Royal Rumble, since Nia Jax pushed her, you know. And we didn't even need that. The final, the, like when she got on the stairs and going in the ring one-on-one against Charlotte was a beautiful, beautiful moment. It was like a, there's a WrestleMania moment. We call it the Royal Rumble moment, okay. But but we didn't need Nia to push her and to oversell, okay, now is the knee and now it's this and now it's that. It's like they're putting... You know, like other people say in their podcast, sometimes they're putting too much salt in the sauce. In the, <laughs> you know, they're putting too much, uh, too much uh, spices. Right now, the pasta is not gonna taste right because it's uh, we. Everything was delivered to them on 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 a silver spoon. I mean, it was just ready for them just to enjoy it. You know, the chef just made this meal. Go ahead, just eat it. Don't put any pepper, don't put any salt. I put the exact amount. Everybody's going to enjoy it and everything is going to be fine. And you have room for dessert. But they had to mess it up. Since the Nia Jax push on the stairs of, of Becky Lynch, I've seen her since that. Since then, until now, just with one leg and it's getting... I'm I'm really, really annoyed by that. I don't want to see another Daniel Bryan. I want to see badass Becky Lynch. I don't, don't want her to apologize to 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 Stephanie and and uh, Triple H when Vince McMahon is going to suspend her for sixty days and then I don't know everything just they overdo it. Well, they've got a history of doing it, right? If you remember back at WrestleMania twenty four, whatever I can't even remember when Bret Hart, uh, you know, you had the Bret Hart Vince McMahon match. And that story was tailor-made. Like, it'd been, what, 10 years in the making? Or probably longer, 13 years, whatever it was. And they, you know, they had, again, again, like you said, they added so many extra bits to it. We were like, I don't need this. I already know Vince McMahon's motivations. I know Bret Hart's motivations. I know about the story because I've been a wrestling fan for this amount of time. That's all people ever want to talk about. And yet they, they continue to slot, you know, slot things in there. I was like, what are you doing? You don't need to do this. Absolutely crazy. So I think it's just something they're guilty of. Uh, I don't think it's been as bad in this one, but you're right. There's the fact that it has been that long. That is one hell of a long injury, right? It's like a two-month injury. Yeah, I mean, Simon, Bret Hart is the our favorite ones. I mean, both you and I. And we both deleted this WrestleMania moment from our from our, our heads, right? We're not going to think about this Bret Hart Vince McMahon feud. I don't want even to remember that. It's the, it doesn't exist. 
it, it, it never happened. I mean, the worst. for me, Bret Hart was considered with the with Shawn Michaels uh, in the ring was the moment when he came back on Raw, and that's it. For all I care, his last match was <laughs> was at Survivor Series '97. Uh, no, yeah. The, the, the last thing I'll say about it is it is probably one of the worst WrestleMania matches ever, and I hate, oh I hate, God. I hate, I hate the fact that Bret Hart was involved in it. But hey ho, what are you gonna do? Uh, let's run through the other matches before we do start to wrap up. Usos versus the Miz and Shane McMahon. I mean, I think it's pretty cut and dry. Usos will win. Surely the Miz and Shane McMahon break up and then they go on to have a match at WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Who goes heel, though? Usos, by the way, great. Uh, their promo um, on uh, Tuesday was great. Um, I love the Usos. Um, oh, yeah, they're great. They're so underrated still. They are absolutely they, brilliant. Wow. They, I think they're, they are the best tag team right now currently in the wrestling world. Yeah, I agree. Maybe. I they, agree. Um, um and yeah and um we have also we have a we do have a pre-show of the andrade versus Rey mysterio right yes we do <laughs> everybody's so upset about it everybody's so upset about it that's in the pre-show uh because it's not a part of the um but i uh, know if you don't want to do the the fast lane so long yeah it has to be on a pre-show but no, you know i don't mind them having another 20 minute match and then make it three and a half hours no, well, who do you think is going to win it? I, I went for Andrade and I got slaughtered because people told me that Vince is never going never gonna to let him win. I was like, well, he has won before. I hope Andrade's so. going to win. Yeah, me too. I think he will. I think he'll win. I think because Rey Mysterio's position right now is to put people over. Yeah, exactly. He's got no feud. He's got nothing else going on. So why not? Let, let him put Andrade over. Got nothing wrong and with he's that. old. Yeah, <laughs> he is. he's also old, and he yeah. needs to have some, you know, to to, to pass the torch, if, if, especially to Andrade. Andrade is super, super talented, and they have very, really, really great, great matches. Do we have great chem- chemistry together? Yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens. Oh my God, Kevin Owens! I'm so happy that he's back. I know, but he's going to lose in his first match. Apparently, know, like, what's I that know. about? But, 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 listen, listen. I, I was actually I was in Vegas um, um, uh, a week ago on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I and I watched from my hotel room in Vegas. Um, um, I think I watched Kevin Owens came back, and then and then I saw the stunner is back. The stunner, the Stone Steve Austin stunner Absolutely is love it. back. And I love it because it goes back to the, you know, because he was in his podcast and then they joked about, I don't know if you heard it, you know, back in the day that he, he uses one time his stunner and then Stone Cold like uh, was making fun of him. Yeah. Like, did you just did what I think you did? <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, so him having, and then also, and then, and then, and then last Tuesday he said, uh, the bottom line is wink, wink. And nobody like mentioned it. Uh, you know, it was just, it was just brilliant and it's Kevin Owens and I don't mind Kevin Owens I want him to win everything and I hope he's going to be somehow in the maybe triple threat maybe in Wrestlemania I hope so I I, I don't want him to lose and that be that I want him in it but I, he can't I, lose clean right well I hope not man I, I would kill me it would kill me maybe Luke Harper maybe Luke Harper or something or Warren obviously yeah, will get involved or something I, I, or... I'll take it I don't care whatever shenanigans we need just do not let Kevin Owens lose clean oh, coffee, back coffee, week. Uh, no, coffee should should come back and yeah and but he, went, he can't and... interfere he's the goodest of all the good guys he can't do that yeah. Uh, do you think he will win the championship? I do. Yeah. I. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100% convinced, but I think there must. Have, oh, there must have God. been a reason why we switched these matches around. So yeah, I think. I think you Kofi said will win. yes. I think it's going to win it, <laughs> and it sounds like you have like a like a lemon in your mouth when you, <laughs> when you said it. It's like. Uh, no, man. I. I, I want, the thing is, is that I want Kofi to win, but I also then don't know what we do afterwards. The whole thing has become very, very convoluted, very, very quickly. But no, I do think he'll win. I do think 
Um, okay. Do you wanna? Because I have something to say about coffee and everything. Do it. Do it, man. Hit me with it. I think um, first of all, if you, if everybody is all hyped about the coffee thing, which is very nice and dandy, I think it was also Mustafa Ali's moment to to do all of that. I don't know if he's ready for that exactly, but let's 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 okay, let's do coffee. Stop with the pancakes. Because I don't want the WWE championship uh, champion <laughs> going on the ramp and 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 have like pancakes and stuff like that and and get stuff like a little bit more serious and um, I mean I, I I don't want everything to become a joke you know yeah and then when he does win let Big E turn on him or both of them and then Big E challenge him challenging him for the title and then we have a new. WWE champion as Biggie, and then everybody's still going to be behind coffee because Biggie's going to turn heel, and then Biggie's going to take the championship, and then you can build something after that after WrestleMania with a program against his because they can't move on with a new day as coffee being champion. I like it. I like it a lot. I I just can't see it happening. I don't think Biggie and Xavier Woods would go along with it. That sounds crazy because what. You know what? Surely they don't have that much power backstage, but I think they do. I think they'd be so bad, you know, venom against it that we. I, I like it because I think it would make for a great story, and I think it kind of justifies Kofi Kingston winning that championship because you do get that is a ready-made feud. If you have a bad guy Big E taken on Kofi Kingston after they've been together that long for the WWE Championship, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. You're right. It is. It would be so fascinating to watch if everybody plays their parts well, and I think they would. They they really they really take a misstep, but I don't know. I can't. There's something in me. I, I can't explain it. There's no reasons. It's like when someone goes heel and they never explain why. I don't have a why. I just feel like they wouldn't do oh, it. Oh, Big E and, and Kofi? I don't think they do it. I don't think they turn Big E heel. Now that you become champion and you think you're better than us and blah, 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 and we've been with you and then you, I don't know. And then they, they don't have to do it like immediately. They can do it like after a few weeks. Yeah, I, I, I hope you're have, right. Have Kofi like change his attitude or something a little bit and then, you know. I hope you're right. I really, really do. I think it would be excellent. I think coming out of WrestleMania, it'd be a ready-made storyline that would keep you going for ages. The you... fact, the fact that Kofi is there for 11 years doesn't mean that you are deserving the the the, um, the championship opportunity. I am the biggest one, and I I am the one that should be this. Yes, I'm a little bit less time less time here than you, but I'm much much better and yeah. much much stronger, and I will squash you with my finger. And that's you know, of, co- of course, they can they, they can do that. Yeah, I do. I, I'd like it. My just go. My gut says, nah, I'm not so sure. But hey, man, we'll find out. We'll find out very soon. Yeah. Uh, who else? So we've done Charlotte versus Becky. Uh, who? Oh, who do you think is going to turn heel? By the way, out of Shane McMahon and the Miz. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Some. I don't know. You know, I was thinking about it a few days ago. What if? What if um, what if Shane will turn heel and then uh, what's his name is going to be babyface, but he's going to be such a good babyface and people are behind him a little bit. And then we will we'll have the WrestleMania moment that we all wanted uh, for Daniel Bryan and the Miz for, for the championship. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do that. No, I, so. don't, I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, right, last one as well. The Revival versus Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. I think the whole reason this was made a triple threat match is that the Revival can win and Alistair Black and Ricochet don't have to take the pin. That's for the championship. Yep, it's for the championship. Yeah, that's why I think that's why I think uh, Gable and Rude are in it. Because if Gable and Rude are in it, Dash and uh, Wilder and Dawson can can pin them, 
And even though Ricochet and Alistair don't win, at least they didn't technically lose. And I can't see them get pinned this early. It's not They can, yeah, they can't lose, but also they can win the championship now, right? Because they have to win it like a WrestleMania or something. Well, I'd rather that. And I, I don't think you take the belts off um, the Revival now. It's too soon. If we're trying to rebuild this tag team division and we've finally given it to, to those two guys, I don't see the point in taking it off them now. It makes it become transitional champions. And I don't think they want that. So I, I, just, saw, I just saw the NXT of last night and... Um... And they had the tag team um, classic. They they're they're in it. Yeah, they are. That's Alistair right. Black yeah, and, they Alistair are. Yeah, Black yeah. And, uh, so they're going for all the championships, huh? I, I, dude, if they want to do that, that's all right with me. <laughs> do you know how much that would that would help them as characters? Can you imagine they come out with like four belts? That'd be brilliant. Yeah, but now they have to change stuff because I think that the main event was supposed to be the the Forgotten Sons against them. Because uh, Gargano and Champa are no longer because they he's injured. I don't know. Yeah, the Champa thing. Some... The Champa things changed things a lot, but I think he had surgery today, so all the best. I hope he. Uh, I hope he recovers soon. Absolutely sucks. Horrible timing. Horrible, horrible timing. Yeah. yeah. Just Bro- come back as a heel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. None of this face nonsense anymore. Vince, you have one more chance with, with Tomasa Champa. Don't screw it up. There you go. And if not, Cheval's going to come after you, Vince. He's going to kick your ass. Uh, right. And on that oh, note, we will, we will bring it to the close. Dude, as always, just the best conversation, man. I love your opinions. I love them. They're fantastic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> nah, it's good. No, dude, I'm trying my best. <laughs> no, nah, you don't hold back, man. That's all I ever ask. I don't care if you agree with me. I don't care if you do. Just, just, just don't hold back. It's the best. It's the absolute best. Uh, so, dude, have you got anything else you want to promote? Any Twitter, social media, or anything like that? No, not in the moment. There we go. Nothing. Nice and easy, Cheval. That's why I like him. Well, look, do make sure you subscribe to the podcast for iTunes. Hit the subscribe button. Obviously, it's on YouTube as well. YouTube.com forward slash the Minute Report Rules. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at SimonLit316. And go catch up with some old episodes too. People always ask me, oh, Millie, you got a podcast? Yeah, I do. Go listen to them all. It would make me happy. And of course, all of it is supported by Patreon.com forward slash SimonLit316. Everybody enjoy the pay-per-view on Sunday. And when we're out of the other side of that, we can start heading towards WrestleMania. Uh, But thanks for listening as always. And I'll talk to you again next week where we'll see what happened at Fastlane. (laughs) 